knowledge. Thus have I heard once the Blessed One was dwelling in Rajagriya at Vulture Peak Mountain, together with a great gathering of the Sangha of monks and a great gathering of the Sangha of Bodhisattvas. At that time, the Blessed One entered the Samadhi that expresses the Dharma called profound illumination. And at the same time, Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, while practicing the profound Prajnaparamita, saw in this way. He saw the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Then, through the power of the Buddha, Venerable Shariputra said to Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita? Addressed in this way, noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita, should say in this way, seeing the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Form is emptiness, emptiness also is form, emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. Thus, Shariputra, all dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics, there is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity. There is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, I datu, up to no mind datu, no datu of dharmas, no mind consciousness datu, no ignorance, no end of ignorance, up to no old age and death, no end of old age and death, suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Prajnaparamita fully awaken to unsurpassable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth since there is no deception. Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way, Teata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangate Bodhisoha. Thus, Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, should train in the profound Prajnaparamita. Then the Blessed One arose from that samadhi and praised Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is. Noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, Venerable Shariputra and Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, that whole assembly in the world with its gods, humans, asuras, and gandharvas rejoiced and praised the words of the Blessed One. <laughs>
Yeah, 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 yeah
Tatchevichlarishivajitanchivichungutatumulajulujambichu Jinishamadita so we once again we'll be looking at the explanations of Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment uh, according to Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stages of the path to enlightenment. And if we look at that in the context of the outline uh, of the Lamrim Chemo or the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment uh, and where we are in the specific section. Uh, we are in, uh, uh, under the major heading, the fourth section of uh, training and the, uh, the, the, how students train in the instructions. Uh, but the, um, uh, when we look at the content of Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment, uh, we find it uh, dealt with under the ma um, uh, major heading of the actual way to take advantage of a life of leisure and opportunity. Uh, so uh, um, we begin with uh, training the mind in the st uh, stages uh, of the past shared in common with beings of small capacity or the explanation uh, of the stages of the past shared in common with beings of small of capacity, the explanation of the stages of the past shared in common with beings of medium capacity, uh, and then the explanation of the stage of the path for beings of great capacity. Uh, there are then, uh, if we look at the first category that we are currently um, uh, going over and discussing, that's uh, uh, the explanation of the stages of the, uh, the past shared in common with beings of small capacity. In the Lamrim Chemo here it says, training the mind in the stage of the past shared in common uh, with beings of small capacity. So uh, under that we have three categories, the actual training of thought of a person of small capacity, uh, the measure of that training of thought of a person of small capacity, uh, and then dispelling any misconceptions about 
the person of small capacity. Under that first category, uh, the training of thought of a person of small capacity or the, the mind state, the mental, uh, the way someone of small capacity thinks uh, has uh, two, two points uh, that are made under that. First is uh, um, uh, de the determination uh, to accomplish uh, happiness in one's future lives, or uh, I'm sorry, developing the state of mind that strives, strives diligently for the sake of future lives. Uh, and then the second uh, category is relying on a means of achieving happiness in one's next life. Uh, so the reliance upon method. Uh, so we are currently in the section where we deal with uh, the method for achieving happiness in one's next life. We've gone over all the other categories. Uh, we've just explained up to that. Uh, so uh, that section uh, uh, where we find the uh, method and reliance uh, has two categories. First, refuge, uh, the excellent door into the instruction. And then second, uh, developing faith and conviction and karma and its results. Uh, so the first category, which is refuge, uh, um, uh, training in the, uh, the going for refuge, the excellent door into the instruction, uh, we find four categories. The first category is uh, uh, the causes of going for refuge. The second category is based on that, the objects to which you go for refuge too. Uh, the third category is the way you go for refuge, and then the fourth category is uh, the precepts of refuge, or the advices once you've gone for refuge. Uh, so there are those four categories. Uh, so then uh, we've, we uh, um, have already gone over the causes of going for refuge. We've o already gone over, uh, based on that, the objects to which you go for refuge too. Uh, and now we um, then uh, move to the section on the way you go for refuge. So you can go for refuge by way of four ways, according to Lama Tsongkhapa's uh, great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. Uh, the first way is going for refuge uh, by knowing the excellent qualities of the objects of refuge. Second, going for refuge by knowing uh, the distinctions. So we've covered the excellent qualities or the good qualities, the first point, uh, and now we are on the point of knowing the distinctions. That then will be followed by through uh, uh, the way you go for refuge through commitment and then the way you go for refuge by not acknowledging other refuges or not acknowledging outsiders' views. Uh, so uh, we've gone through the excellent qualities, the yuntan, and now we're on the distinctions uh, part. So if we go to the English, uh, we are on page 188, uh, where we find going for refuge by knowing the distinctions, and in Tibetan we're on page 141. Oh, the 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 so today uh, we'll be going over uh, the distinction. So there's a section uh, in the, Lam, uh, the great treatise that says going for refuge by knowing the distinctions and then it says there are six categories or there are six 
so the six that are going to be dealt with are going for refuge by knowing the distinctions relative to the defining characteristics or the definitions. Or, uh, the, uh, um, uh, so that's the first, based on defining characteristics. Second is the difference or distinction based on enlightened activities. Uh, the next is the difference or distinction based on the doctrine, uh, or devotion rather. The next is the distinction uh, or difference based on practice. The next is distinction or difference based on recollection. Uh, and then finally, the distinction or difference based on how they increase merit. Uh, so no, yeah, increase merit. Uh, so these are the points that we'll be going over today. <laughs> あの、こんじょうそんなちゃんとやばいよ、じゃあまるで。に、彼女で、たんへんのチャージャーばいな。あの、へんでね、てんよばた。へんでずぶ、へん、へんごよばてしばいな。あの、へんさあちぶちへん
so uh, here, uh, the, the text reads, the, the Buddha jewel uh, has a defining characteristic of full, perfect uh, enlightenment. So if we were to define the Buddha jewel, we would say that there was a, a complete, uh, a perfect enlightenment. Uh, so what kind of enlightenment is it? It's a great vehicle enlightenment. Uh, so it's a, uh, the greatest enlightenment or the biggest uh, type of enlightenment. And why? Uh, because there is nothing left uh, to uh, perfect. All things have been perfected. Uh, the state of omniscience uh, has been achieved. So full uh, and perfect. Uh, there is nothing uh, missing. Uh, then it says the, the Dharma arises from that. The teaching jewel has a defining characteristic of arising from the uh, Buddha jewel. Uh, so here uh, we have to question uh, what this point uh, is saying, uh, and we'll get back to that. It says the community jewel has the uh, defining characteristics of correct practice by means of uh, personal uh, instruction. So, uh, always, uh, is the, the sangha, sangha jewel is defined as always giving, uh, is established as always giving uh, um, personal instructions to others, uh, uh, um, advice, personal instructions or advice to others. Uh, so, uh, when we move back to this uh, first point, uh, we find we can define this Buddha uh, jewel as uh, the, the Buddha who has achieved the great enlightenment, the greatest or the biggest enlightenment, the Mahayana enlightenment. And then if the teaching arises from that, we have to question what the point is here. And when we move on and we look at the uh, Chandrakirti's uh, entrance to the middle way, um, uh, um, uh, the Madhyamika Avatara, uh, we find a quote in the beginning that this says that the hearers and those halfway to Buddhahood or those Prachika Buddhas are born, born from the mighty sage. Uh, the uh, Buddhas are born from the Bodhisattva heroes. Uh, so here, 
uh, it's saying that the um, hearers and solitary realizers are born from the Buddhas. Uh, so when we look at uh, what this might mean, uh, uh, we have to then uh, turn to back to the text and look at the teaching jewel. So when we look at what the teaching jewel is, or the Dharma jewel is, we find that it is the realization of the uh, true paths. Uh, so when we look at the Four Noble Truths, it's really those last two noble truths. Uh, the Buddha stated this is the superior truth of cessation, and this is the superior truth of path. So it is the realization of the true paths and cessations within the continuums of superiors which uh, the Dharma Jewel refers to. Uh, so those are those true paths and cessations within the continuums of the uh, hearers, solitary realizers, uh, and bodhisattvas, and so forth. So we would say that when we posit the Dharma Jewel, we would posit those, those realizations, uh, uh, true paths and cessations within the continuums of those, uh, uh, as well as the Buddhas. Uh, so uh, the, the hearers, solitary realizers, bodhisattvas, and Buddha superiors. And the realizations would be the Dharma jewel. Uh, so uh, then uh, we have that quote from the uh, um, Madhyamika Avatara that speaks of the hearers and solitary realizers arising from this. And then we can say uh, that independence or reliance upon uh, the teachings, uh, the last two noble truths, uh, which refer to uh, the cessation and path. Uh, so here the path uh, is to be meditated upon, the Buddha stated, or relied upon uh, in order to achieve a cessation. Uh, so the hearers and solitary realizers uh, achieve their true paths uh, and true cessations by relying upon the Buddha's instructions. So the Buddha gives the instructions uh, of the true paths uh, and true cessations, and these hearers and solitary realizers go through the various uh, um, paths that they practice and achieve their goals uh, in dependence upon that. Uh, so we can say uh, then that these hearers and solitary realizers are born in that way. And then it says that the Buddhas are born from the Bodhisattva heroes. Uh, so what does this mean? And this means that the uh, Buddhas uh, um, are born from the Bodhisattva paths, the paths and so forth, the true paths that then achieve uh, the uh, true cessations uh, for the Bodhisattva, which is the actual state of Buddhahood. Uh, so it is the Bodhisattva yanas, the Bodhisattva paths, uh, which allow the Buddha to be achieved, those pathways which achieve that cessation uh, and depend upon that cessation, uh, that cessation depend upon those paths. Uh, so we can say that and this is why uh, the, uh, um, um, uh, the, the Buddhas are born from the, the bodhisattvas, the bodhi, bodhisattva pathways and so forth. But we have to then look at the points that are made uh, when we look at how the Dharma jewel is defined. Uh, and it says that the Buddhas uh, and so forth arise from it, are divided by it, uh, emanated, etc. So we find that in the same text, Lama Tsongkhapa states that the Buddhas uh, uh, and so forth, these excellent qualities and so forth, arise from the Dharma jewel. Uh, and then here, in this case, we see the Buddha jewel giving rise to, uh, according to these words, the Dharma jewel. Uh, it says the Dharma jewel, in the Tibetan it says, a Dharma jewel is a result of that. 
and, and the word result of that uh, is used. Um, so we have to question what that means. So if we <coughs> say if we say it's really a, really a result, that's very questionable because we're speaking of, of uh, something true paths and cessations. Uh, um, uh, and we would previously, uh, just translator's note said that the, that topic, true past, true cessations, would be considered permanent. Uh, so as a result, uh, then that becomes an issue uh, because that's not possible. So this is something that we need to think about uh, 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 when we look at the points that are made here where we say the Dharma, the Dharma is a result of the Buddha jewel, but previously here we see the Buddha uh, it arises from the Dharma jewel, is divided by it, or distinguished by it, and so forth. Uh, so we have to question that. And that quote uh, comes from the, uh, um, pre, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, the quote uh, that deals with the, the Dharma jewels is from the 105th, I just want to get the correct, where am I? It's a, okay. uh, from the Compendium of the Teachings uh, by Lord Asanga. So we find that quote, about the excellent qualities of the teaching in the excellent qualities of the teaching section that show this arisal of the Buddha. So we have to question that. Disa. Ta gani gonchu gani gonchu na jeje menga ke duwa shi bitani zero gani gonchu de kasure jeje menga da sanji ki chukuko kolo damo kolo baba kolo dama dunga shitu son ana gani gonchu de zogetane kanju tenju zoro lo janje tujun ki shira da sanju ki shira da uh, so it says then the community jewel uh, has gives the correct practice of by means of personal uh, uh, um, uh, defining of correct practice by means of personal instruction. So here the community jewel engages in the correct practices by relying upon uh, the Buddha uh, turning the wheel of Dharma. Uh, so the Buddha turns the wheel of Dharma and, uh, and, and then through the practice of the pronouncements of Lord Buddha and then the Tanjur, the authentic Indian commentaries, uh, then the, uh, um, those aspiring to virtue or the Sangha uh, uh, jewel um, uh, begin to engage in the study and practice of those topics and then have the wisdom arisen from hearing and the wisdom arisen from contemplation and the wisdom arisen uh, from meditation. So they uh, then, uh, um, uh, they're correct, they engage in these practices uh, by means of the personal instructions or the instructions given uh, uh, by the Buddha. Rinpoche, Gendun Gunchu, the Becha tree. Again, uh, and he says that this, the, those aspiring to virtue, the Sangha jewel, has within their continuum uh, the true paths uh, uh, and true, uh, 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 the, 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 the true paths and, and true cessation, uh, which they have achieved, these uh, paths and cessations, by reliance upon uh, the Dharma 
the turning, uh, the scriptural uh, uh, dharma, the, the conjure and the, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha and the authentic Indian commentary. So they've achieved their means of correct practice, meaning those realizations that they have by the instructions that they were given. So that's what uh, the instructions given refer to. Maybe my mic is covered a little. Here, is this better? How's that? Yeah. Okay. There was a little, like, uh, sheet. ตาชูกุนจุลังกุเดนลาเดนจิมาลุกุเดนกุเดนตะลาเดนจิกุเดนสนาอันเนญมบะติชิจิวะกอนรอปอมเบอันเนวอตันจิภาพิจุจิเน
ดีวอนเกดงเจตะเลเนียบยอรสชุนะเดบมารุบะเชบลุตะเกดงเจตะเลเนียบยอรสดงเจตะเลเนียบยอรสดงเจตะเลเนียบยอรสดงเจตะเ
And then once one realizes it, it negates that mistaken view that sees it as an, a, a snake and all of the things that result from that mistaken view. Likewise, by recognizing the lack of true establishment of things, one is able to get rid of the mistaken view that grasps that true establishment, and then, as a result, get rid of that which it creates, the afflictions, the karma, and the, the force uh, birth into cyclic existence. So because there is an antidote to the cause of the suffering, it is said that the suffering aggregates are not stable because they can be eliminated, eliminated by uh, um, the correct view of reality, which un undoes all of the other results uh, that uh, arise from it. So in the section on the, the liberation, going the, to liberation, in the um, <coughs> Dharmakirti's text, the Pramadabhartika Karika, the, compendium, the commentary on the compendium of valid cognition, uh, we find these points made. Uh, so the Dignaga, uh, he wrote the commentary on uh, Dignaga's works. Dignaga worked the, wrote the works called Valid Cognition, uh, and then and, uh, Dharmakirti then wrote the works uh, commenting on the Valid Cognition text that Dignaga wrote. So then, then once we establish that the cessation is possible, that there is a cessation, and think about it, then we establish that there are beings with these cessations in their continuum uh, possible, and then the Sangha jewel is possible, the, those aspiring to virtue are possible, that those aspiring to virtue are possible. Uh, those aspiring to virtue supreme rarity are possible. Can I ask a question? Uh, 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 yes. Uh, can, how can one get rid of that from the view? The Luta, Kandre Pong. The Luta, the Denzin, Yuna, Natsu, no eyes at you, not ever more so marva. Not the butter was ever loot again, not the Tai Pomonata, Juan Rasubatala, Tabala Matuba, Ramatu was a woman. The Lulu here is Tatuni do and then Gate, Tai Pomola Tabala Matuba, Ramat Mabate, Ramat Mabate, she won't do, Ramatu was ever loot no marva. Tabadrini Shamba, Shamba, and Hijila Subatusukolo, Denzin Maribata, Mibatila Mine, Zedamos and Gayo Mares, Mesosa, Denzin Tachi to Mare, Denzin Yabu to Mares, Denzin Yabu the Ejimaji, Damo Rubashi Lutuko, 
ทบดุนซิงลุดเดเนเบเตทบดุมาเยมิชิบลุดตุตะมะเบโอเคเอ่อซูเดซูทราออฟเดฮาร์ทออฟทรานเซนเดนท์นอเลจพรีเซนท์
come to the realization that they are tr not truly established, and this serves as an opponent to the mistaken view that grasped at them as being such. uh, so uh, then uh, we find uh, if we were to uh, um, uh, look at it from uh, the, an illness perspective, uh, we have uh, if someone has cancer uh, or tuberculosis uh, or has some kind of an illness, uh, then uh, uh, he or she goes to a doctor uh, and then the doctor uh, diagnoses the illness, looks at it and says, uh, the illness is this or the illness is uh, um, that. Uh, and then by, by diagnosing and recognizing what the illness is, uh, he uh, or she uh, is able to prescribe a certain medication for that specific illness as an antidote. Uh, so it's very similar to this. When we look at the quote uh, from Matreya's Sublime Continuum, uh, it says, recognize that you are ill, eliminate the cause of the illness, attain health, rely on a remedy. Likewise, you should recognize, eliminate, uh, attain, and rely upon uh, suffering its cause, uh, its cessation, and the path respectively. Uh, so here, uh, we go to a doctor to find out the specific medicine because he's or she has diagnosed a specific cause to serve as an opponent to those cancers, those tuberculosis and so forth. And in this case, we look at, we recognize our illness, and then we look for the cause of what that illness is, and we eliminate it by relying upon some sort of treatment, and then treatment in this case being true paths. So in the sublime continuum where it says, uh, recognize that or you are ill, uh, this is uh, um, uh, referring to uh, the first truth, the truth of suffering. So that illness that one has to recognize uh, is referring to the truth of, sec of suffering. The second, eliminate the cause of the illness, uh, is referring to the, that second noble truth, the origin of suffering, uh, the origin of suffering which is to be eliminated. Uh, that third point that's made, uh, um, uh, referring, saying to attain health, is like uh, achieving cessation, so that third noble truth, so the attainment of health, the uh, elimination of suffering. Uh, so that's what ceasing, the suffering is ceasing. One is eliminating it, abandoning it. Uh, and then when it's speaking of relying on a remedy, that's speaking of uh, like the medicine or the remedy is like the pathway uh, which allows one to achieve that cessation of suffering. So here it's saying the medicine which allows one to attain health 
but in the case of the Four Noble Truths, the path one allows one to achieve that cessation. And the cessation here, cessation of suffering. So when we rely upon these correct signs, we can begin to establish, is there truly a Dharma supreme rarity or jewel? Uh, is there truly those uh, who are aspiring to virtue, supreme rarity or jewel? Uh, is there truly a, a Buddha uh, jewel? Uh, so we have to then look at uh, these signs and reasoning. And Rinpoche quoted uh, before something saying, uh, su such topics as love and compassion do not serve as an opponent to uh, the grasping at true establishment because they don't get at the object of negation. So is it that emptiness is, is the solution? And can emptiness be translated to attachment? Uh, no, two different subjects. The Tomba Nidan Ducha Chipa Dunchik. Ducha. Ducha. Dunchik. The Tomba Nidan Ducha. Ducha Contro She. The Timu. Timu. The Tony Gobayena Ducha Nunere. Control Nunere. Tamun Tomban Nunere. Smarva. Carazana. Conducha to control. Okay. When we're looking at the two words, attachment and emptiness, um, uh, we, the three poisons... There are three poisons, attachment, anger or hatred, it's translated as, uh, and delusion or ignorance. Uh, so these are uh, the three uh, poisons. Uh, so all of the various poisons arise from uh, the grasping at true establishment, grasping um, at uh, the eye. Uh, so the grasping at true establishment uh, gives rise to all of the uh, karma and afflictions. So all of them uh, uh, arise from that. Uh, so uh, attachment itself, if we look at it as just its own entity, has an antidote. And that antidote is meditation upon impurity or ugliness. Uh, ugliness meaning uh, uh, um, not pure, or, or it's it's yeah, just ugliness or impurity, uh, um, and so forth. So, but that does not serve as an antidote to the grasping at true establishment. So it will only serve as an antidote to that one specific uh, negativity, and that's attachment. Uh, the second uh, poison, referring to hatred uh, or anger, uh, has uh, uh, a specific antidote, and that's meditation upon love. Uh, but that meditation upon love won't serve as an opponent or an antidote to the grasping at true establishment, and it will only serve as an antidote or an opponent to that specific uh, negativity of hatred or anger. The last poison, 
uh, um, delusion or ignorance uh, has as an opponent meditation upon dependent origination. And that will serve as an opponent to all of the other poisons uh, as well as its primary focus getting rid of the grasping at true establishment. So it is the wisdom realizing selflessness, the wisdom that realizes selflessness through meditation upon emptiness and the lack of true self, lack of true establishment, uh, uh, that serves as an opponent to all of the karma and the affliction. So it serves as an opponent to the, the attachment uh, and the uh, <coughs> hatred uh, and the ignorance or, or, or delusion. Uh, but as a, a note, uh, are they the same? No. Emptiness uh, itself, uh, attachment is empty, uh, but uh, uh, emptiness and attachment are not synonyms or mutually inclusive, uh, um, are not. <laughs> Uh, 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 Example. we're talking about getting all of the stains out of a cloth. So Rimichi was saying fire burns. So I thought if you burn the whole cloth, there's no more stains. So I was just misinterpreting the example. Rimichi is talking about boiling water to get all of the, the stains uh, out uh, uh, of a cloth. Uh, so the mind uh, has within it uh, the um, afflictive obstructions and the obstructions to omniscience. Uh, and it is the exalted wisdom realizing emptiness that serves to uh, um, um, act as a uh, um, uh, the boiling water which removes even the subtlest stains of uh, with uh, uh, within our mind uh, and in the example of, is the cloth the boiling water which removes even the subtlest stains uh, within the the cloth uh, the um, um, this exalted wisdom uh, uh, of knowing uh, gets rid of all of the stains of, of uh, uh, aids in getting rid of the stains of our Mind, the afflictive obstructions and obstructions to omniscience. So we'll take a short break. Uh, so now we're at the section on going uh, for refuge by way of knowing uh, the distinctions. Uh, so one uh, uh, is 
first learns about uh, the um, existence of liberation uh, and the potential for achieving the state of all-knowing, the state of omniscience, uh, and then as a result then starts to engage in the practices uh, and then develops this desire to definitely emerge uh, from various levels. Uh, and then begins to engage in the practice of the mind that aspires to become a Buddha or aspires to enlightenment. Uh, and then this mind that aspires to enlightenment uh, uh, is, is achieved, uh, and then one it starts to direct uh, one's attention towards the nature of reality uh, and begins to uh, um, uh, um, work on the concentrations where he or she then achieves a union of calm, abiding, and special insight, uh, which has a, uh, observation, uh, um, emptiness, uh, and then crosses the line at that point from ordinary being into superior being at the path of seeing uh, by having a direct valid cognition of the nature of reality uh, or of emptiness and then that direct valid cognition is followed up by various other uh, realizations uh, that take place at the path of meditation and then he or she achieves a no more learning uh, so uh, this is how one goes through the various stages uh, um, from uh, of the pathways, uh, going from the learning phase of, about the existence of these things to the achievement of this renunciation, and then bodhicitta, the path of accumulation, and the uh, the union of calm abiding and special insight and preparation, and then seeing emptiness directly, a direct valid cognition of it at the path of seeing, and then again various uh, clarities at the path of meditation to no more learning. Uh, so this is the progression, and these are uh, how the distinctions help one to understand and then progress through these pathways. Okay. So, ドゲポンゴヨアレ Rimbatter, 
So the next section is the distinction based upon the enlightened uh, activities. So it says the Buddha has the enlightened uh, activities of uh, um, giving sermons. Uh, the teaching has the enlightened activity of a focusing on the eradication of the afflictions and suffering, uh, and the community has the enlightened activity of fostering enthusiasm. I'm just going to reread this last part because I didn't twice, and Rinpoche did twice. So, uh, the distinctions based on defining characteristics. The Buddha jewel has the defining characteristics of full, perfect enlightenment. The teaching jewel is a result of has the defining characteristic for arising from the Buddha jewel. The community jewel has the defining characteristic of correct practice by means of personal instruction. Okay, so there's that. So then we move on to the based on enlightened uh, activities. So here, the Buddha has the acti enlightened activity of giving sermons. Uh, so here, the Buddha turns the wheel of Dharma. Uh, so when it, it, it says, uh, um, uh, give, uh, so the Buddha, wrong labor, correct, uh, giving correct uh, ex scriptural explanations. So giving proper or correct scriptural explanations is the enlightened activity of the Buddha. So here this is referring to the turning of the wheel of Dharma, giving the teachings. The teaching... Uh, or the Dharma has the enlightened activity of focusing on the eradications of uh, uh, afflictions and suffering. Uh, so when we look at uh, the uh, um, excellent, uh, the first category of going for refuge by knowing the excellent qualities, we had the excellent qualities of the Buddha's body, the excellent qualities of the Buddha's speech, the excellent qualities of the Buddha's mind. Uh, and the excellent qualities of the Buddha's enlightened activities. Uh, and the enlightened, the excellent qualities of the Buddha's enlightened activities, uh, um, we found, had two qualities. Uh, they were first, spontaneous, uh, and second quality is that they were everlasting. 
so the first quality of spontaneity, uh, or is that these enlightened uh, activities or enlightened qualities are spontaneous, we find the example of the moon uh, ref reflecting uh, on a, a, a clear body of water, or a, an appropriate uh, um, a, a, a body of water that serves as an appropriate reflector. Uh, so the moon, uh, um, by no effort from its side, um, uh, spontaneously, without effort, reflects on any uh, basis or body of water that serves as an appropriate uh, reflector, and, and will, will always, if it's there, uh, do so. Uh, so it will always create this reflection, uh, and it will spontaneously recreate this reflection if the reflector is there and the moon is there. Uh, so the enlightened activities are there, uh, and if one has a basis uh, of faith, which is similar to this basis uh, of the body of water that serves as a reflector, uh, then the Buddha's enlight uh, the uh, enlightened activities, uh, rather, uh, will certainly uh, bless us and will certainly uh, influence us, uh, if you will. Um, so uh, if we have faith that as the basis of this, uh, then even if we don't want uh, these enlightened activities to influence us, or even if we uh, have good qualities or we don't have good qualities, if we have this a basis of faith, the enlightened activities will spontaneously affect us and bless us uh, and always do so. Uh, uh, so they will w w everlasting, and because the, the uh, um, uh, there is no uh, movement, uh, uh, so they, they will always uh, they will always be occurring. Uh, so when we look at the uh, um, uh, excellent these uh, in enlightened activities, uh, the Buddha has enlightened activities, the Dharma has enlightened activities, uh, uh, and the Sangha has enlightened activities. So here. Uh, these enlightened activities, it means that the Buddha is always uh, spontaneously and, uh, um, uh, and everlasting giving these sermons, uh, giving correct uh, explanation or proper explanation of scripture. Uh, so uh, this is the first uh, enlightened activity. The second, the teaching. Uh, here, the uh, uh, and eradication of afflictions and suffering. Uh, so the, the Dharma as enlightened activity is to eradicate or get rid of uh, the various uh, types of afflictions and suffering. So the object uh, is to achieve a state of a cessation by uh, getting rid of the uh, objects of abandonment. Uh, here, objects of abandonment referring to the afflictions and the suffering. The suffering itself, when we look at it relative to the Four Noble Truths, uh, is the first noble truth, and the origin of suffering is the second noble truth. So the superior truth of suffering and the superior truth of origin. Superior truth of origin is referring to that which is the cause of the superior truth of suffering. Uh, and when we look at uh, our object of abandonment uh, and the, uh, what we're abandoning to achieve a cessation, we're looking at abandoning afflictions and suffering. Uh, so we do so uh, by getting rid of the grasping at true establishment. Because at the root of the origin of suffering, uh, and when we look at origin, we have karma that is origin and afflictions that are origin, and these things give rise to suffering. At the root, we find the grasping at true establishment. So it is the wisdom realizing emptiness that serves as an opponent to the grasping at true establishment 
uh, and allows us uh, to achieve a state of cessation by getting rid of the object of abandonment. Uh, so in the case of uh, the hearers and solitary realizers vehicle, their object of abandonment uh, are the, uh, at an ultimate sense, we're referring to the afflictive obstructions, the nudripakcha, the afflictive obstructions, are the obstructions to um, uh, uh, liberate, liberation. And in the uh, bodhisattva, uh, the, the bodhisattva's abandonments are referring to those obstructions to omniscience, uh, the obstructions to objects of, literally the obstru obstructions to objects of comprehension. Uh, so that which obstructs one from knowing all objects of comprehension is what the, literally that word means. Uh, so the uh, um, abandonment uh, uh, of these cessations uh, and so forth and the pathways to them are what the Dharma is referring to. So the enlightened activities of that Dharma is, are blessing us uh, and allowing us to achieve virtue, blessing us with virtue in a sense, or, or blessing us... Blessing us with virtue or, or uh, influencing uh, us with virtue and influencing our virtue, uh, if you will. So this virtuous influence is influencing the way we behave uh, um, in, in an easier way of saying it. Um, so this dharma is influencing the way that we behave. So our virtue, because uh, if it's dharma, it's th this virtue is uh, influenced by this dharma. Our virtuous activities are influenced by the enlightened activities or enlightened influence of the dharma. Uh, so, uh, Pazzo so the virtue of our body and speech and mind are influenced uh, um, by uh, the uh, enlightened activities of the Dharma and the Sangha in very uh, similar ways. Uh, so these, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, it says here, the community has the enlightened activity of foster the, fostering enthusiasm. And as a note, enthusiasm relative to what? Enthusiasm relative to eradicating the afflictions and suffering. So, uh, so there's a similar connection here. So if one uh, wish, has excellent qualities or does not have excellent qualities or wishes for these blessings or doesn't wish for these blessings, uh, they are spontaneous and everlasting. So if this basic basis of, of reflection or faith is present, then they will necessarily happen. If one is in the higher realms or the lower realms or a propagator of the, the teachings or not, uh, they will just naturally come. So it's very similar when we look at the spontaneity and the everlasting uh, enlightened activities with the Dharma and the Sangha, or the Dharma and those aspiring to virtue. <laughs> Okay, 
Chu Gun Chu, Sanjay Gun Chu, Chu Gun Chu, Gun Chu, Sanjay Gun Chu, Tile, Tile, Gun Chu, Tile, Gun Chu, Chu Gun Tile, Sanjay Gun Chu, Tile, Chu Gun Chu, Tile, Sanjay Gun Chu, Tile, this song. Okay, so now we then when we look at the distinctions between these enlightened activities, we then have to ask. What is the difference again? The three possibilities, four possibilities, just translators know possibilities, mutually exclusive, synonymous. Uh, so we ask, uh, what is the difference between the enlightened activities of the Dharma jewel uh, and the Buddha jewel? What is the difference between the enlightened activities of the, uh, uh, um, uh, those aspiring to virtue jewel uh, and the Buddha jewel? What is the difference between the enlightened activities of the Dharma jewel and the, those aspiring to virtue jewel? Uh, I'll use the Sanskrit just because this is uh, it's going to be harder to do. So, uh, what is the difference between the enlightened activities of the Dharma jewel and the Sangha jewel? Uh, so, if it is the enlightened activities of the Dharma jewel, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm reading my paper, my notes wrong. Uh, what are the, what is the difference between the enlightened activities of the Dharma jewel uh, and the Buddha jewel? Uh, so, if it is the enlightened activities of the Dharma jewel, is it the enlightened activities of the Buddha jewel? That's the first question. Okay, so what is the, that's the first question I asked. So Rinpoche just reiterated the question. Uh, if it is the enlightened activities of the Dharma jewel, is it necessarily the enlightened activities of the Buddha jewel? So if you say no, it it doesn't uh, pervade it, then uh, so you would say it is, it does pervade it, because if it is uh, the um, uh, enlightened activities of the Dharma jewel, it is necessarily virtue. So we would say if it is a virtue, it is necessarily uh, the enlightened activities of the exalted wisdom body. So we say if it's virtue, it's necessarily the enlightened activities of the exalted wisdom body. So if it is the enlightened act, the yeshi, so is it then, so if you say it is necessarily that, so then is it necessarily the enlightened activities of the uh, um, enjoyment body? Uh, is it necessarily the enlightened activities of the emanation body? So if we so the the gar the gar jie sum mus muji musum tambo tambo is a marvel musum Sanjay Chu. Then Dun Chi. 
this is, I guess, a, there is a very, this is an extremely hard debate. So I was asking if it is how many possibilities it, it is. Ramache said it is probably three. If it is the enlightened activities of the Dharma, uh, it is necessarily the enlightened activities of uh, the, the Buddha Jewel. But if it is the enlightened activities of the Buddha Jewel, it is not necessarily the enlightened activities uh, of the Dharma Jewel. And then Shosena, the Sanjay Gochu Tile Yena, It's difficult to answer, he said. <laughs> to answer that, uh, uh, so maybe you could say it pervades it. Because you end up at this virtue. If, at virtue each time. Um, uh, uh, it, uh, so it, 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 it's difficult to answer that question. So Rinpoche is posing those questions in more of a terms of thinking about this uh, uh, than, than others. Because we're saying uh, if it is the enlightened, exalted, uh, if it is virtue, it is necessarily the exalted, uh, enlightened activities of the exalted wisdom body. Uh, so we're, by saying that, so then we have to look at uh, then the next two topics. So we're not concluding, coming to a conclusion with those first two is the question. The second, if it is the uh, enlightened activities of the Sangha jewel, uh, is it necessarily the enlightened activities of the Buddha Jewel? And if it is the enlightened activities of the Buddha Jewel, is it necessarily the enlightened activities uh, of the Sangha Jewel? Uh, and Rinpoche said it's very similar to that last question we have to ask. Uh, and then the third, the Chu uh, Gonchu Dan Sanjay Gonchu. Uh, no, that's the, the Chu Dan Gendun Sumba. So then, uh, if it is the enlightened activities of the Sangha Jewel, is it the enlightened activities of the Dharma Jewel? If it is the enlightened activities of the Dharma Jewel, is it the enlightened activities of the Sangha Jewel? Uh, so then we uh, ask that question. Uh, so here, Lama Tsongkhapa has chosen to write a very small part on the enlightened activities of the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. But if we were to start to debate these, we would debate them in terms of are there four permutations, three permutations, are they mutually exclusive or mutually inclusive? 
so uh, um, this is the way that the, the, the debate would take place. And then when Rinpoche, uh, I asked the question if, you know, couldn't there be something to do with if Buddha Shakyamuni was doing an enlightened activity, uh, he's a uh, sentient being and the Dharma can't be that. And he said, look at the definition of enlightened activities. It's permanent, is within it. The, the, it, it is qualified by being permanent. Uh, so that shattered my reasoning, and so we have to just think about this. What the So when you look at examples, you go everywhere in your mind. This is what scholars do. Scholars do this. They go everywhere. And he said everywhere there is to go. Everywhere there is to go is where, where you go. <laughs> so this is something we just need to think about. Uh, so we see in Lama Tsongkhapa's text this very abbreviated section, but then we see the potential to expand upon that abbreviated section in a very elaborate way uh, in looking at its essence. だってなんかさ、テレビチャバネ、リンバタルのレバンボバタ、30 uh, so first you have the Buddha the, has the enlightened activities of giving the uh, 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 proper explanation of scripture. Uh, and then uh, it says the teaching has the enlightened activity of focusing on eradication of sufferings, uh, afflictions and suffering. Uh, so here, the Dharma, the Buddha gives the scriptural uh, explanations, uh, and then one uh, comes to the conclusion uh, that there is a potential for the achievement of liberation, the potential for the achievement of uh, uh, omniscience uh, um, by a uh, um, uh, way of these paths, true paths uh, and cessations uh, that lead to that final liberation, omniscience type of cessation. Uh, so one then recognizes the ability to achieve liberation and the ability to uh, get rid of uh, the afflictions and suffering uh, and so forth. So this is the, the Dharma <coughs> focuses on getting rid of the afflictions uh, and the suffering. So this is the next part. <laughs> So the enlightened activity is mm -hmm. focusing on, uh, has the object of observation of getting rid of afflictions and suffering. Mm -hmm. 
so then uh, the, the uh, community has the enlightened activity of fostering enthusiasm, allowing us to say we can do the same. Uh, so the, uh, um, uh, those aspiring to virtue, the Sangha, um, uh, achieves the true paths and true cessations uh, and allow us to uh, foster this idea that we ourselves uh, um, can also uh, achieve uh, these uh, um, uh, uh, true paths uh, uh, I'm missing something. These true paths uh, and so then the uh, community, the Sangha, achieves these states of cessations uh, uh, and true paths by uh, um, entering the result of stream enterer uh, and achieving the result of once returner, achieving the result of never returner, achieving the resultant uh, foe destroyer. Uh, and then this allows others. Uh, to then say, oh, we can do the same. We can achieve these results of stream enterer, once returner, never returner, and foe destroyer based on the examples of uh, the uh, uh, Sangha. Uh, so it, this fostering enthusiasm has within it this idea that I also can do the same. Uh, um, I can also do the same. I'm in, it's almost inspire, fostering inspiration, inspiring us to, uh, by example, Inspiration by example. What the chalikchabato what the So this, these are the differences uh, in the enlightened activities. So we Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are two opposing views, uh, two different views. Can anyone see the name of the master on the, I'm so sorry, on the back of this wall right here? I apologize. It'll help me immensely. Uh, it's Papa, it's Arya Bikmusen. Who is it? Papa uh, Trude. Okay, so we'll get to that. Uh, so uh, we, can, we can say uh, um, all Buddha's uh, enlightened activity, if it is the enlightened activities of uh, the Buddha, uh, it is necessarily uh, virtue. Um, uh, so when we look at uh, the Abhisama Alamkara and we find this idea that uh, the exalted wisdom body 
uh, is the, uh, enli the enlightened activities of the exalted wisdom body is what the enlightened activities uh, spring, spring from. So it says that the exalted wisdom, enlightened activities of the exalted wisdom body in Haryabhadra's commentary are necessarily uh, virtue. But the, uh, so Haribhadra's view is that the enlightened activities are the enlightened activities of the exalted wisdom body, and if it is the enlightened activities, it is virtue, the enlightened activities of the exalted wisdom body are virtue, therefore the enlightened activities of the Buddha are necessarily virtue. So this is Haribhadra's stance. Uh, uh, the other master's stance, um, I apologize, uh, uh, the name, uh, is that it is the um, uh, emin uh, the the longku, trugu. Trugu, trugu, the trugu. emanation bodies uh, enlightened activities that are the virtue and not the exalted wisdom uh, bodies enlightened activities. So there we find if it is the if it is necessarily the emanation bodies enlightened activities that are virtue, then it's different than if it's the exalted wisdom body necessarily as a, a, enlightened activities that are virtue. Because when we divide the bodies of the Buddha, uh, we can divide them into four categories. The exalted wisdom body, uh, the nature body, uh, uh, the uh, enjoyment body, and the emanation body. So we have these uh, four uh, um, different bodies, uh, and, and according to Haribhadra's commentary on the Abhisama Alamkara, it is the exalted wisdom body uh, that is, the, uh, is virtue. Shakya Prabha is the, uh, the master who states the emanation uh, bodies, enlightened activities that are virtue. So both of those masters wrote very uh, um, uh, advanced or uh, stolid commentaries on the Abhisama Alamkara. So in, in Tibet, when we study the perfection of wisdom, we look at those uh, two masters' uh, texts. So in, and in Guntan Jambayang, we find a lot of uh, texts. We find much explanation of the enlightened activities. Yeah. So the third section. And
Jazzona Rogue so previously we went over the reason uh, for the definite enumeration uh, of the three jewels. <coughs> so the certainty of enumeration. Um, so right now uh, we're going to uh, go over the distinction based on devotion. Uh, um, sorry, I just did two points that were not connected. So just right, let me read this first. So first, uh, the next section is section three, the distinction uh, based on devotion. You should appreciate the Buddha as one to venerate and serve. You should appreciate the teaching as that which is to be realized. You should appreciate the community as those whom you associate because they have the attributes that are similar to your own. So here, when we find uh, the distinction based on devotion, so the devotion to the Buddha jewel, devotion to the Dharma jewel, devotion to the Sangha jewel. So there are these three jewels. So why are there three uh, uh, jewels instead of two jewels? Uh, so we find the answer to this question uh, in the uh, um, Matraeya's Sublime Continuum, where he states that uh, there being the teacher, his teaching, <coughs> and his disciples, leads to respective aspirations towards three vehicles and to three different activities of veneration. Viewing this, the refuge is shown as threefold. Uh, so here, uh, Sublime Continuum, Matraeya, qualifies and, and, and shows the def certainty of enumeration and why. So it says here first, it, uh, when we're looking at the three different vehicles, the hearer's vehicle. Uh, the hearer's vehicle uh, rely upon the Buddha. Uh, so this is the first statement that's made. Uh, so they rely upon the Buddha, they rely upon the teachings given by the Buddha, uh, explanations, uh, they are capacities to be able to be alone as a practical Buddha is. Uh, and they are given various instructions uh, and rely. Uh, um, uh, 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 um. Hold on one second. Nyantu the Gendun. Nyantu the new Gendun. Okay. 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 Okay, so I, I might have misspoke, so I just want to make sure if I did. So the hearers rely upon the Sangha vehicle, uh, because the uh, Sangha vehicle is constantly uh, giving explanations, 
and helping the hearers to uh, be able to understand. So they're called hearers because they listen. Uh, and the Sangha is whom they uh, aspire or go for refuge to um, because they are aided in their quest by the Sangha. Uh, the next case, the Prachika Buddha, uh, does not uh, like to be around teachers and activity, uh, wishes to stay alone, uh, and uh, wishes to uh, rely upon his or, own, his or, uh, or her own realizations uh, and understandings of the Dharma uh, within his or her continuum, uh, and then uh, traverse the, the stages of the solitary realizer path alone uh, based on uh, the understanding of the Dharma. And it's for that that it says that the Prachika Buddhas go for refuge to uh, um, the Dharma jewel. Uh, and then the last, uh, it says the Bodhisattvas uh, go for refuge to the Buddha jewel uh, because, it, because it is the Buddha, the goal of omniscience, the, bo- the, the goal of the removal of all of the obstructions to omniscience uh, that the Bodhisattva has. And the Buddha has achieved that. And therefore, the Bodhisattva goes for refuge to the Buddha because of this. So, uh, this is why Lord Matraya states that there are three vehicles. The hearers go for refuge. The uh, hearers, or Shravakas, uh, go for refuge to the Sangha. Uh, the Prachika Buddhas, or the solitary realize goes, re- realizers, go for refuge to the Dharma. And the Bodhisattvas uh, go for refuge to the Buddha. Mabhijabhasa. <laughs> So, so the reason for this explanation is the, the term in Tibetan that's being translated as devotion, uh, devotion to. Um, and it, uh, it, it has a, a feeling, this nupa is uh, also a feeling of devotion, but a feeling of aspiring to, or a wish wish to have like this, wish to be like this, or an aspiration. Uh, so that's the reason uh, we say, uh, based on devotion or aspiration, and mupa, the hearers have this mupa, this aspiration, or this devotion towards the sangha, the solitary realizers, this devotion towards the dharma and the Buddhas, uh, bodhisattvas, this devotion or as, uh, aspiration or aspire to be uh, like the Buddha. Um, so uh, this is the reason Rinpoche gave uh, the breakdown of this word devotion. Uh, no, but a, as, they've had, they use the word aspirations in this text. Uh, the, there leads to respective aspirations towards three vehicles. Here we have devotion. Uh, so it's just a choice of words, that's all. When we look at mind and we look at mental factors, uh, we can divide them. And if we look at this uh, aspiration, uh, it falls into a, a category uh, of 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 a mental uh, factor. Uh, so, um, uh, so it there the various. I can find the Rimache mentioned the other ones that it falls categorically. Like. I do. I do. Uh, so the men here. It's right here. So the. 
uh, um, it, it falls under uh, the the, men, the mental factors of with uh, uh, um, uh, discrimination and, and and mental engagement uh, and so forth. Uh, but it's referring specifically to uh, uh, an aspiration or desire. So it falls under the category of a, a mental factor. Dumba uh, mupa. So there there are determined. It falls cat. There are divisions of mental factors, and one of the divisions of mental factors is called the determining mental factor, uh, and it falls uh, in the category among uh, one, two, three, four, uh, five determining mental factors: aspiration, belief, mindfulness, stabilization, and knowledge. Uh, and in this case, devotion has been translated as belief. Uh, so there's an, another one you can pick from: uh, aspiration, belief, or devotion. Um, but it's among the de uh, determining mental factor. So it's not a mind; it's a mental factor. Uh, it looks like uh, we are out uh, of time. Uh, so we'll do the uh, concluding uh, prayers. Fifty-one. So there's various, there's 51 different factors uh, and divisions within those 51. So thank you very much, and we'll do the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. <coughs> the fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure land. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of Hiro Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well with whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by the mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness, all-powerful Avalokiteshvara, Tenzin Gyatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend who trains extensively in the five great philosophical texts, exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rinpoche, Gutsi Shapi Denerlan.